Welcome to the Research and Innovation Podcast. I'm Dr. Helen Hughes. I'm an Associate Professor and I'm the Academic Lead here in the Business School for uh, Work Placements. And I'm delighted to be joined today by Dr. Nicola Thomas, who's Head of Research at the Institute of Student Employers. Welcome, Nicola. It's great to have you here today. Thanks so much, Helen. It's awesome to be here. Brilliant. So we we started talking about doing this podcast because um, we were talking ourselves, weren't we, about the future of work and what this is meaning for um, for students and graduates today. I think we've all, you know, experienced the challenges of working remotely and sort of settling in uh, some people to new jobs. Um, And, you know, when you think students and graduates today have have got that kind of magnified by the fact that they've never worked before. They've got no benchmarks and they don't have loads of work experience to, to think about. Um, and obviously, we've been doing some research here at the university on this very topic and trying to understand the, the sort of challenges that our students have faced over the last uh, year or so, particularly if they've worked as interns, for instance. And I know that you've done some really exciting work at the Institute um, of Student Employers as well. Um, and you've written some blogs and, and, and so on on this, too. Um, so I'm really excited to, to hear what we uh, how we're each thinking about this. So perhaps, Nicola, if I can sort of uh, start by maybe asking you a question, can you can you tell us a bit about the kind of trends that you're seeing in employment practices over the last uh, 18 months or so? Yeah, definitely. So I think you've hit the nail on the head. There's been such a huge shift um, at the moment from from COVID, really, to more of a, an online working space. And we're especially seeing this for people who are early in their career. So in the case of our research, it's been for student hires. So what we have been looking at is mostly um, how employers are shifting their practices and working practices for their students and how they're changing their working environment. So we asked uh, the main employers um, who are the members of the Institute of Student Employers where the student hires um, are working at the moment and where they've been working since COVID. And we've seen a huge shift to hybrid working as the most common uh, sort of method of work. So 65% roughly of employers um, that we interviewed said that the student hires are now working hybrids. So that's a combination, obviously, of face-to-face and virtual, with only 11% working almost exclusively remotely and also only 8% working mainly face-to-face. So we can see really that flexible and hybrid working is is dominating as a working practice. Um, And I think that really is an interesting thing to explore more. As you said, People who are early in their career don't necessarily have the same norms um, and working practices to build on when they're shifting to remote working. So I think it's something um, interesting that we need to be researching more for sure. I think I think you're absolutely right. It's it's so interesting, isn't it? And and I think are you hearing that this is likely to stay, or is this something that that you know we're looking to that employers looking to transition back to, or is it something that that you think is going to be with us a while? Hybrid working. Yeah, definitely. So what I actually asked um, the employer members was, where are people working now, and where do you expect them to work in the next twelve months? And as I said, around 65% said that people were working hybrid at the moment, increasing to 68% projecting in 12 months they'll still be working hybrid. So what we can see there, including people who said it will remain flexible, which was an additional 10%, is we're hovering around 80% of the main employers uh, for student hires in the UK, indicating that there will be remote, flexible, hybrid working. So I think it shows that there's 
not only a trend at the moment through the pandemic, but it's something that is going to um, stay in the in the next twelve yeah. months and and onwards from there. Yeah, and I and I think it's so interesting, isn't it? Because what we're certainly hearing from our students is that this brings with it really different challenges to what they expected from a workplace. So they 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 talked very often about going for their interview in the building and being really excited that I might be working here and that, and and that in a way one of them even described it as a customer journey. That part mm. of the reason they joined the company was because they were so excited about the idea of working in this yeah. space. Um, and they also talk a lot about kind of learning the, the norms of the company through that, even that interview. You know, some of them were telling us that they'd gone for the assessment centre and that they'd got a sense of what the company would like and mm. the, the culture of it and so on. Um, and and they, they, that was much slower for those who then had to work remotely or in a hybrid way for, for the rest of the year. Um, I thought one of the things that reading one of your blogs, I was really interested to see is that when you'd asked employers whether they thought the opportunities um, that students were getting through this year um, were the same or better or worse than in previous years, I was really interested to see that it was somewhere around 85% of, of your employers had said that they thought the opportunities for students were just as good and I think another 10% or so thought that they were better is that is that right yeah right? <laughs> yeah so there was um quite a surprising indication that um, employers felt that there was still opportunities for um, people who were working remotely um, but there was actually sort of 44% of people indicated that they didn't think there was any change um, in the opportunities for early career hires or students hires which yeah. I think indicates something that's a, a employer's view but I would be interested to to know from your point of view do you think that's been sort of mirrored in in the students that you've worked with do they feel like the opportunities have been decreased working virtually yeah I mean it, again it's interesting because I, I can say this as a kind of observer as a supervisor of students if you like that um that I know that they've um had really great opportunities. I've seen that through the work that they've submitted and, and they've told us about. Um, but I also know that they um, found that the, when they sort of wrote about the challenges they'd had, they found it quite straightforward to get on with the tasks. Um, so this kind of, you know, they're digital natives, as it were, they are perfectly capable. They, they got on with, uh, you know, screen sharing and the technological side of kind of getting into work really well and were absolutely fine with that. The things that they struggled with was um, sort of finding the sort of skills to be proactive and then say, I can do these tasks. Can I have some more more work? Mm. Can I do some different things? Accessing the kind of developmental opportunities um, they felt was much harder to do. And I think in a sense, that's because of something else that they told us a lot about, which was that they kind of missed that osmosis learning of just being around other people yeah. and they kind of expected that other people would notice what they're doing and yeah. go, yeah, you're doing great with this here's another thing you can do um they found that much harder to be visible um mm. much harder to shout about what they were doing and know how to do that um so yeah that's certainly kind of mirrored in what what we've seen as well yeah definitely um, in in terms of the skills that you think our, our students might need from from what your em employers have, have told you um you know is it as straightforward i mean if if, if performance isn't going down which seems like your research is showing you know employers are really happy with the performance of, of students and interns 
if that performance isn't going down, am I right to say, well, look, you know, our, our graduates are fit for fit for purpose. They don't need to do anything else. Or are there skills that employers are finding that they um, perhaps struggle with? I know we found some, but is, is there anything that, that you found through your research that, that yeah, employers yeah. are Yeah, I, I think that's a really interesting and important question. And um, one thing I, I can tell you is that while 84% of employers felt there was no change in the quality of work, almost 10% thought there was an increase in quality of work. Um, 71% oh. felt there was no change in productivity and 20% almost felt there was actually an increase in productivity. So we could see with those two variables that the quality and productivity of student hires has either not changed or increased, which shows that maybe there is um, a lot of skills already that our student hires have in a virtual yeah. world. But I think what's really important is when we look at the ability to cope, which is essentially resilience, um, 46% of employers said there was a reduction since the move to virtual work. So I think wow. sort of zooming out and taking it as a whole, while the, the quality and productivity is, has increased or remained the same, there's a sort of resilience, which isn't maybe so much of a skill as, as more of a mind frame or an attitude, which I think is really important for students to continue to foster and especially as they maybe feel isolation in a new role working completely virtually, um, that there's sort of wraparound services from employers and universities and supporting students transitioning to a fully virtual workplace and just really understanding how we can be supporting this sort of attitude of resiliency. It's so interesting, isn't it? Because because I, I think what we found through um, the interviews we did with some of our students was that actually they, they talked about working really, really long hours, perhaps longer than they would have been had they been in work. Mm. Um, and, and in large measure, because they had no benchmarks, they had no, um, they, they, they couldn't work out actually what's normal. Should, you know, my employer's giving me this work to do, I should be able to do it. So they, they were sort of working really long hours. Um, and one of the things they talked about often was that they missed that social comparison. And that they they had felt that actually through having some, um, you know, those, for instance, that had housemates who worked in other organisations or in the same organisation had that kind of social comparison to say, mm. do you know what? Um, actually, I'm working a bit too long or I'm not working long enough. Um, th there were also um, those who looked to their parents. They were living maybe at home and they were sort of saying, look, I'm going to model how my parents are, are behaving. And, and sometimes it was actually their parents who'd encouraged them and, and showed them how to have conversations with their employer about things like their workload. Um, and I think actually, um, you know, it's too much for today to think about, but actually, you know, that does raise issues around social mobility Absolutely. and inclusivity because, mm. you know, not all of our graduates are going to have those role models in, yeah. in the home. And I think maybe we've got work to do as a university and, and, and institutes like yourselves have a role to play in sort of how, how do we support our students in, in this sort of time. Um, we could talk for hours. It's so exciting. It's been so nice to speak with you today, Nicola. I've really enjoyed that little snippet in, into this and perhaps we can talk again another time. Definitely. Um, um, so fa thanks so much for joining us as, as today, Nicola. Um, and thanks also to, to those listening to, to today's episode. If you would like to hear more about this, this survey and the research, then the details are in the episode show notes. Thanks again. Awesome. Thanks for having me. See ya.